Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. What we all need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Andy Kamenetsky is in for Shidano. Shidano. Calling the game tonight on ESPN Radio, game you'll hear here on 710. And here is Lindsay Baseball with what we need to know. Well, guys, I uh, missed this one yesterday since uh, we had a short show. But YouTube TV has announced its NFL Sunday ticket pricing tiers. The out-of-market sports package will cost $349 per season if you have YouTube TV and you subscribe to that. Um, but if you don't, it's actually going to cost you... $449 if you're a non-subscriber, which really? is kind of a lot. Um, there's also an option to bundle Sunday Ticket with NFL Red Zone for an additional $40, and that package is $389 for subscribers. $489 for non-subscribers. This is getting way too expensive. Um, and if you order now, though, before June 6th, you get $100 off. Otherwise, it's going to cost you like $500, basically, for Sunday Ticket and Red Zone, which is a whole lot of money. That is a lot of money. That is a ton of money. Yeah, I mean, I I think the big hope on their part is, I mean, you're either you're either trying to go where the young people are, like with YouTube TV mm-hmm. and the cord cutters and all that, or you're trying to appeal to the older people who are used to the old style of TV delivery service, but are NFL addicts, and you know they decide they have to get this, and if they need to, they'll have their grandchildren explain to them how to use YouTube TV, <laughs> but they absolutely have to have their their entire Sundays laid out for them with the NFL. Um, I feel like I buy whatever it is on the NFL's mobile app, and I watch games more on my phone and less on my TV. And even though YouTube TV is kind of, Andy, it's like when I turn on my television, YouTube TV is where I go to watch ESPN or news channels or whatever. That's like my default TV, YouTube TV. So, but I can't imagine spending four or five hundred dollars for the NFL Sunday ticket because I feel like I'm never home on Sunday. Like I'd much rather watch it at a bar or I'm going to go to a game. I'm going to be traveling for work. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, and and it's really a lot of money for just the average person, you know, in America. I mean worldwide when you start thinking about you know just how big and global the nfl is i'm very curious to see how this plays out like i'm because this is also too like this is the whole streaming era in a nutshell and everything that like amazon's looking to do and netflix and all in sports rights streaming is still a relatively unexplored world i think this is in a lot of ways going to be a marker of what lies ahead hmm all right, well, there you go. That's what you need to know. It's being brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Damn, 500 bucks for the NFL Sunday ticket or 300 or 400, whatever it is. I need money. I Plus, you got to do the YouTube TV ch- yeah, uh, subscription. So that's, that's my question is like, so if you don't have YouTube TV and you get it, it's $500 if you also want to see not Andrew Siciliano um, because he's not going to be on the red zone. But $500, like, is that even like, is that comparable to what it was on DirecTV? I, I honestly, I haven't bought um, the Sunday ticket in so long because I've just gone to my phone now. I use the NFL app on Sundays, and I, I feel like I only pay like 30 or $40. Now, I could be that's wrong. not bad at all. I mean, but I think that's what I pay. So but you can it, watch any game, though? I think so. I mean, I feel like that's what mm, I do. I, I subscribe know, to something. really low. Does it? Can't feel, be. Yeah. Now, yeah. I think you have some type of subscription that you don't know about since you always do that. Right. And somewhere is a hidden fee. I used to have Sunday uh, the Sunday ticket, and it was like two hundred and something. I haven't had it for a while, so I'm sure it went okay. up. But it was like two ninety nine or something like that. Okay, Cappy, when you're talking about watching all of these games, are they Sunday or are you watching them afterwards? No, this is Sunday. This is while it's all going on. Hmm. In fact, you know what it is? I have the red zone on my phone through the NFL app. Oh well, yeah, because the the red zone itself, you can buy that for like it's like ten dollars or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's man. just it's... red zone. It's not the games though. Not oh yeah, games. maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, you're it's not, just red zone. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, not you watching the full. Zone. You're not yeah. getting access to the entire. You know, you know what? 
I can live with that, AK. Yeah. I can live I can live with the red zone rather than having to get every game. Well, in a lot of ways, I feel like the red zone kind of ruined the NFL yeah. because it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> like the red zone is such it. a great way to just consume all of the highlights that you want. If you're playing fantasy, like the red zone is just nirvana. It's everything you need for that Sunday to be entertained yeah. and to monitor your team. Yeah. I, I, I find myself watching the red zone way more than watching an individual game. And 500 bucks. I mean, listen, let me tell you guys something right now. Um, I Because sometimes, I don't know how it is for you guys, but I, my head is on a swivel at all times. Like, I got too much going on in my world, and my, my head is spinning, right? I forgot to register my cars. In fact, check that. Ooh, I forgot cars, to tell the DM. Well, I got kids, you know, okay. okay? So I got, so I forgot to, um, well, I didn't forget because I just didn't do it, uh, which is, changed my address when I moved and so the DMV stuff never got to my house and so my kids were all driving around with cars with expired license plates and I didn't know what to do so I walked into a AAA this morning okay rather than go to a DMV as a AAA member I walked in I worked with the gentleman unfortunately I had to pay a lot of fines because I didn't get this stuff done on time but I was able to get three cars registered with new license plate stickers and new registrations all in like 15 minutes, all in AAA. Kathy. But it cost a fortune. Kathy. Yeah. yeah, tell me. You literally just found this out? Found out what? That you can do that? I didn't know that. This what? is news to me. Serious? At AAA? I didn't yes. know that. I didn't know you could do that either. Oh my God. And I'm a AAA member. I didn't know really? that. Really? Dude, no. I, this is how my parents do it. They do not go to no DMV. My mom's like, I don't. Well, no, but you can you can re-register with the DMV online. online. Like you don't have to okay, go parent, to the DMV. My parents are old and they need a person. Like they need a person. <laughs> they don't like doing the computer because then it's my job to do it, and I ain't trying to do that. So this is exciting. Cappy can now drive legally to the Costco later yes, on tonight. without worrying right. about getting pulled over and, or anything like that. And I'm going to listen to Sedano call this New Orleans game here tonight on 710. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get done. I'm going to go to Costco. I'm I just, shocked. I just figured, honestly, like this day has cost me so much money in like registrations and penalties for not having the stuff properly registered. And then I had to go send uh, like an overnight of my daughter's registration to her in college in Boise. I'm like, I'm just going to Costco today. I'm, I'm just turning it into like ridiculously expensive day. It's funny, actually. When you catch yourself spending a ton of money, you either start panicking and you're like, okay, I, I'm not spending for the next three days. Like, I'm, I'm just going to buckle down. Or you start becoming, screw it, man. Like, <laughs> I am just running up the tab. I am going to, I'm going to like three different grocery stores. I'm going to run by a mall, pick up some stuff. You just feel like, F it, man. I am oh, spending. That's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm in the point where, like, I'm going to Costco and I'm getting all the stuff. Like, from, like, washing machine Pellets to paper towels. <laughs> pellets. To, pellets. I don't know, what do you call those the little pods? Yeah, pods. Oh pods. Those God. little things. Like washing machine stuff, like toilet cleaner stuff. Like I'm paper towels, lawn. toilet paper, lawn, uh, lawn, bags for garbage. I mean, I'm going in for like well, my once a year get it all. There, there's something too about like when you when you've spent a bunch of money that's not fun and you haven't enjoyed it. And you start worrying about, oh my God, I cannot believe how much money I'm dropping. There's something like vaguely reassuring about then spending more money and like <laughs> feeling like I got this. Like I, I have the money. Like it's here. I couldn't be in that bad a shape. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't bad. know about that. I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. All right. So let me, Andy, let me do this. Before we get back to the Laker game, okay, mm -hmm. let me throw a couple of observations your way from my experience last night of being on hand, okay? Mm -hmm. And then we'll, then we'll get actually back into the game itself. First of all, there's a moment in the first half where Austin Reeves is on the foul line, and the entire crowd at Crypto is screaming, MVP, MVP. I don't really recall that with Anthony Davis or LeBron James at the free throw line. I don't know what it is about Austin Reeves, man, but he has people love this guy. I I think it's the undrafted second year guy who doesn't doesn't look like he belongs, kind of a thing. And he's made so many big plays as the year has gone on, and he's improved so much. They were chanting MVP for Austin Reeves last night, AK. Yeah, that that has happened before. That used to happen with Alex Caruso when he was on the team as well. Like you are correct. There's something. That's fun about an undrafted guy making good with the opportunity. There's also something fun about 
doing the ironic chant to the you know the white boy who does not look like he'd be in the nba <laughs> does not look the part like there there is a knowing irony to doing this like you know i remember at times you know like dj benga would have a really good game during the kobe Powell years you know their third string center and dj benga would get to the line and you'd start hearing an mvp and everybody know <laughs> and i and i love dj benga i covered him great guy and he would occasionally have some nice useful games for the lakers dude was not an mvp but every now and then it's fun to chant MVP for the guy that truly is not the MVP. But you noted that you haven't heard as much for LeBron or AD at the line this year. It's happened. It's definitely happened. What's most important is that you have a guy on the team that gets the MVP chance that it feels legit for. You, you just need at least one guy where the MVP chant doesn't feel like an ironic joke. There were a lot of chants last night. I'm telling you right now, I'm sitting there with Mike Bone. Yes, that's right. I'm name dropping. That's right. I am. I'm name dropping. The Bonies. Yeah, that's right. I had Mike Bone, the athletic director at USC, and Brandon Bone, his son, who I've known since this kid was a little tiny kid, right? And we're hanging out last night. And you know what? Get, Laura, I'll take a... I know it hurts you to do it. Can I, can I get a little Trojan fight song? No. I mean, really? You won't give it to me because you're such a UCLA girl? You won't yes. give it to me? Come on. No. Wow. Really? No. Wow. Wow, that hurts. All I'll I know gi- is I'll this. give you something though. Don't <laughs> don't even don't even do it. Don't do that. This is weak. Don't do that. This is weak. Lame. You call me lame? No. Sounds sounds like a I'm bad calling, circus theme. I'm no, calling it's not. you choosing to play this song when I'm talking about the legendary Mike Bone and his son I mean, Brandon Bone last night. The man who brought us Lincoln Riley. Right. I'm a UCLA fan. Mm-hmm. Me vale. Mm-hmm. Me vale is right. You know? I do you know. I have no idea what I just said. Yes, I do. You said me vale. What does that mean? It means my valley. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. Just for that, I'm going to play your music, Captain. All right. All right. So, yeah, AK, so there we were last night with the Bone Boys watching this Laker game and kind of like getting so into it like like our kids were playing, you know what I mean? Like we were calling LeBron, LeBron. We were calling AD, like AD. My point is, yes, AD, yes, yes, AD. Like we were really into it, like we were watching our own kids play. But I'm telling you right now, when the Laker fans started screaming, ref, you suck, ref, you suck, I was pretty much convinced that this was being piped in by the PA system because it was too on point. Andy, it wasn't like it wasn't five guys down in the front row going, "Hey, let's get everybody doing a chant of ref, you suck." It sounded too perfect. Look, man, I, we've seen this is the verbal version of the wave. You know, how sometimes you're at a game and the wave just starts, and you have no idea how this thing began. You just realize all of a sudden there's an entire stadium doing the wave. That's all it takes to get a ref, you suck chant going. Like, it does not require a ton of organization to make it happen. Oh, I thought it was being piped in. I really did. Because I was convinced. I'm like, defense, bop, bop, defense. That's piped in. I do- we talked about this before. I don't think the league would be cool with piped in ref, you suck. Like, because these are league employees. Like, you're actually at that you get point. Fined if you say anything about the refs, of course it's not piped in. I don't know, man. It sounded piped in to me. <laughs> Just like I was forced to play this song in here. That's right. Mm-hmm. Forced. Yes. In a in a league though that Kaplan ran, it would be allowed. Yeah. You would absolutely be allowed yeah. to do that if Cappy was running the NBA. Hey, coming up, LeBron James after the game talks about Anthony Davis's brain fart. Two things. One, do you like him saying it? And two, has this become an acceptable term? Let's get there next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. That's right. Andy's in for Shidano. Shidano. You know, Andy, um, just recently, my girlfriend and I were driving down the road listening to this song, and um, she thought the song was called Betty, like Betty Rubble. She thought this song was called Betty and the Jets. And I'm like, no, it's Benny and the Jets. And she's like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm telling you, my whole life I've been singing this song, Benny and the Jets. She's like, no, my whole life I've been singing Betty and the Jets. It's crazy sometimes how there will be songs you've heard for multiple decades and all of a sudden, you're like, wait, those are the lyrics? Yeah, right. Like, because it just, you, you think you know what you're saying, and then you have no reason to question yourself. Like, why are you going to look up what you feel like you already know? Right. Like, I, I've made up these words. It doesn't really matter if they're the right words, just the words that seem to go along with well, the I song mean, the way I'm saying like it. It's not like Betty and the Jets makes any more or less sense than Benny and the Jets. Right. I also yeah. had to explain to her that my favorite band, uh, the Black Crows, their song Remedy is called Remedy. It's not called Lemonade. A lot of people, you know, got that confused, apparently. I need some lemonade? Uh, yeah. For what is ailing me? You okay, see? Okay, that's more off. I don't know how you get lemonade out of I remedy. need some lemonade. No. For mm-hmm. what is ailing me? No. Hey. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway. All right. Hey, um, listen, before uh, we keep rolling here, I want to just pay this off, Andy. So, um, at the end of the game last night, LeBron comes over to do the post-game interview, and he talks about A.D., and what he called Anthony Davis's brain fart at the end of regulation. How it ruined Dennis Schroeder's what we all thought was going to be game-winning, spectacular, dramatic three-point shot with 1.4 seconds to go. It was AD's brain fart, LeBron's term. Well, let's just play it instead of you telling people what he said. Let's just play it. Let's do it, Lindsay Basketball. Seven seconds on the clock. I'm seeing it in slow motion. You're driving to the basket. You could have went up for it. You decided to kick it out. Explain the thought process. I've been playing a game like that since uh, since I was a kid. I drew the defense, trust your teammates, and, uh, and he knocked it down. It's unfortunate that AD had a brain fart and messed his game winner up. He hears you. Uh, I messed his game winner up. I apologize. <laughs> I definitely apologize. Yeah. Apology accepted. Game winner for DS. Crock it. So, uh, I don't know if you saw this at all, but being in the arena last night, after that happened, I mean, LeBron was giving it to AD. I mean, really giving it to him. To the point where, Andy, I thought the first play um, on the offensive end of the floor in overtime, LeBron threw like this big, high, arching pass that AD came down with and scored. But I thought, you know what? LeBron is actually feeding AD because he's just ripped his ass, you know? So now let me try and get his confidence back up by feeding him a ball, which was a pretty risky pass, especially the way LeBron was throwing around turnovers last night. Did you catch any of this whole brain fart situation? Oh, yeah. I was watching it in real time when it happened post game, and he's right. AD really did suffer from, from exactly what LeBron said. It was an inexplicable foul. Like, I was watching this just like, what are you doing? Like, seriously, what are you doing? And there's no question, he fouled Mike Conley. Oh, yeah. It was an absolutely a foul. And AD is an incredible defender and a smart defender. He should know you don't do that. You can't do that. Well, I mean, you're seven feet tall. Mike Conley's about like six feet tall. You know, you're way out of position. You, you, can't, you can't let a guy... I mean, you can't foul a guy who's taking a three-point shot with 1.4 seconds to go. I mean, well, you also you got to be up more on Conley, ready to challenge before it happened anyway. Because in that situation, the only thing that could hurt you is a three. Like a two doesn't do anything. Like even if you get too close up to Conley and he drives past you, okay, fine. Like if he if he scores just a layup or whatever, you're in great shape. The only thing there that can hurt you is a three or worse a made three with a foul and possibly a four-point play 
That could have lost them the game for him if Conley had actually hit the shot. How about Conley, though? You talk about like a total pro. The crowd is going crazy. Everybody's making noise. Everybody's, you know, waving their hands. The players on the floor are in his ear, and he just came up like a pro. And he, he, he almost missed that first one, but the next two were, were just pure. And like a total pro put that game into overtime. But I'm telling you, uh, LeBron was giving it to AD. Now, when he says after the game, AD's brain fart, I don't use that term very often. I mean, very, very rarely. Is that now like an acceptable term? Like everybody just uses that? It's no big deal? It's extremely acceptable. I don't really use it either because it conjures a vision for me that just is revolting. Like I think about it too literally what that actually would be. And it, it's stomach churning for me, so really? I just you're, don't you're a, use it. You got a big problem with that, do you? Yeah, I don't like it. It's not my favorite. All right. Hey, coming up, I want to talk about what has happened with Dennis Schroeder because this guy last night was so clutch, and it's such an amazing story as to what he was a couple years ago in his first iteration with the mm-hmm. Lakers versus what he is now with the Lakers. And I want to get to that in a minute. But, Andy, last night, there I was courtside before the game and i was chatting with some 710 listeners some wonderful people and i started talking to these folks and i wound up meeting this very nice lady who is sitting right next to me turns out she works for a radio station that our company owns in milwaukee a station called 101 the truth and i was just i started chatting with this lady and the next thing you know we're like bffs now and i think She's one of the morning hosts in Detroit, in uh, Milwaukee, rather. And she was coming into the studio, Andy. Has Denise walked in? She has not only walked in, she is sitting to my hey, right. Hey, Cap! How oh, are you? Denise, girlfriend, you were looking so fly last oh, night. Thank I you. saw you coming out of the JW Marriott and my eyes locked in on you. <laughs> Little did I know I love that, this. that later in the night, you and I were going to become new BFFs. And we literally became BFFs. First, and I have to say this to to everyone who's listening about Cap, because I I know Cap. They they you're a punching bag. They pick on you, but I have to say this about you, Cap. He was so immediately receptive, kind, inviting, and just welcoming. And I you hear I, that, Andy. Seriously, and I thought I said to Cap, I said, listen, you know, you you did not have to do what you did. You did not have to do what you did. So thank you so much. Last night's game, that was my first Los Angeles Lakers game. And to be there for the first playoff game, that was a huge deal for me. You know, I'm I'm a Bucks fan. Oh. Yes. Um, just wanted to remind y'all that we are in a different conference. We're mm-hmm. the Eastern Conference, but we are the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Home court advantage, most winning team this season in the Eastern Conference. And so we're excited. But the Lakers, that was an incredible experience. The game itself, the fans, Cap, you, my brother, my new BFF, I will definitely come back to Crypto.com Arena. It's hard for me not to say Staples. It's hard for everybody not to say Staples, to be honest. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Last time I I was in Los Angeles, maybe right before the pandemic, and so when we were walking towards the stadium, I was like, what is crypto? Where, where's Staples at? Well, it, <laughs> I was like, I'm lost. I mean, when when certain places become... A different arena. When the other certain part places, of town. Like, they have so many memories attached to them, and the Lakers have all of those championships that were won inside Staples. You know, the renaming, obviously, it's got a new name, and over time, you will become used to calling it crypto. But like... Do y'all call it that for real? Like, I'm going to crypto? That sounds so weird. I work on it. But like, for example, the the Coliseum, they have some naming rights. I have no idea what it is. They're the Coliseum. Really? Yeah, Yeah. I, I don't know what they are. Because if you've rooted for USC for a long enough time, gone to the Coliseum, it's just the Coliseum. Like, Dodger Stadium could become renamed with like three different naming rights doesn't matter like that would be no. a waste of money for those people because it's going to be dodger stadium forever well milwaukee went through something similar a few yeah. years ago the bradley center yeah so pfizer forum is now the new stadium inside the deer district but before that it was bradley center and it took to your point i mean even not to switch but baseball you know miller yeah. You know, the, the Miller Stadium now it's, or Miller Park, I'm sorry, for the Brewers. Now it's American Family Fieldhouse. That's a lot of syllables. That Damn. is a lot. And a lot did it, wasn't that exhausting just saying yeah. that? Just American hearing it. Family Fieldhouse. It's American, so many. And you have to say it just like that. You can't call it the AF. 
<laughs> American yeah. Family Fieldhouse. I'll tell you what. When I go back to Milwaukee, I'm going to try it out and let yeah. you know, Cap, how it works out Check for me. Check it out. Try it. Yeah. The F. The AF. The AF. I know? just can't imagine saying, I'm going to go see the Lakers at the crypto. That just sounds so... A lot of people call it the crypt. <laughs> yeah. That's even worse. Well, yeah. it depends. If you win... You're putting your opponent to metaphorical death. Yes, <laughs> this is true. I, the, speaking of winning, I was so happy to see that y'all won yesterday because just this synergy. Lakers fans, y'all are the best. I will. Lakers fans, y'all are the best because I'll say this, and I'm going to say this because no one, I hope, from Milwaukee is listening. We got after watching, witnessing y'all's fandom. We got to step it up. Especially if we're going to be bringing back the the Larry Trophy again to Milwaukee, we could really learn a lot from Lakers fans. Y'all are so high energetic, so loyal, so dedicated. And the Pfizer form, it's definitely a, a complimentary uh, fan experience. Like when you go to Pfizer form, have y'all been? Have you no, been here? I've, I've never, never been, been. No. What? Yeah, never been. Never been okay. to Milwaukee. Don't know Milwaukee, but I know I got a friend in Milwaukee. I now. was going to say we were just talking about Happy Days, though, so we were at least true. representing oh my gosh. Milwaukee. Why does everybody associate the Fonz and Happy Days with Milwaukee? It yes, but there are other things <laughs> because it was in Milwaukee, right? Um, we we are world champions, and we're planning on being the world champions again. Let me stop because I am in LA. I do want to get home tomorrow. Um, anywho, I just it, like Denise. I like the way that you call the Larry O'Brien Trophy the Larry Trophy. It's just a first name deal for oh, you. Oh yeah, it's like Beyonce. Yeah. I also right. like Larry. I like that you're referring to the. Bucks as the world champions, of even course. though there's a, a different current right. world champion. Don't, right. Never heard of him. Don't know yeah. who that team is. <laughs> right, right. You know, what it's happened like last year. I it's like know. the pandemic, like the, the 2020 through 2022. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know that winning. team. Right, right. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm so glad you brought that up. So here's the thing about Milwaukee. We've been through it. First of all, we were supposed to host the Democratic National Convention in 20. What was that? 2021. And because of no, yeah. And then what happened? COVID. No, it's 2020 because it it's 34 be years. Yeah. And then COVID came and it was a virtual convention. Mm-hmm. Then we, we win the world championship during mm-hmm. dun dun the pandemic. So the whole like parade, the victory parade. Wait, but Denise, just so you know, uh, Lakers won the championship in the bubble. Nothing, no parade, oh, no celebration. Right. Same with Dodgers, the Dodgers won the World Series. No celebration of any kind. This is so true. No parade of any sort. You know what I'm saying? So, so technically, y'all should get it again. Yeah, we. They get should it. give y'all a redo. Right. We're gonna run it back. I actually think do. if the Lakers won this year, they should do a celebration for 2023 and 2020. I agree. I completely agree. Because then it would feel organic. And then, you know, you could bring back like Alex Caruso and Danny Green and all these other guys. Like, give them their actual parade. Yes, oh. I agree. Now, one thing I do have to ask both you, Cap, and Andy, because this is what I just found to be. So remember, Milwaukee, we're Midwestern. We don't get to see celebrities. It was so nonchalant for the fans. Yes, Like, Michael B. Jordan like literally walked by. Yes, honey. That's the exact reaction. <laughs> yeah, you know it, Laura. And Laura, let me tell you, he smelled so delicious. Oh my when he walked my by, God. I was what? like, Woo! Denise, you smelled so good. Thank you, and, Denise. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to blend it with Lakers fans. Time out, time out. Did Kevin put you Denise, up to that? Denise, no, I promise. I want to know. Did, I was did he put you up to I'm serious, he didn't. Denise, but I gotta tell y'all my story. Yes, yes, Kevin. I have no idea that Laura's boo, okay? When he came to the radio show last year, he came. I looked him up and not down. B, I, I smelled him, not Michael B. Jordan, Laura's boo, Christian. And I told him, I go, my man, you smell delicious. Yes, that's and the word that you use. Yes, girlfriend. Delicious. I mean, what are you going to say? Uh, for Michael, somebody like Michael B. Jordan, oh, he smelled really good. No, honey, them yeah. adjectives got to be on point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Delicious. Right. Now, let me tell you about, so listen, Michael B. Jordan you yeah, up against by. the break, Denise. Just send you out. Go okay, ahead. so then, then I got to tell you all this when we come back, because y'all want to hear this story. I literally, my heart stopped. You can ask my friend who's here with me. I had a panic attack. Andy Garcia was sitting two rows behind me. We took a selfie. I almost died. He's always there. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. yeah. Andy Garcia, is a. he's been a regular season ticket holder for at least a couple decades. And we come back from two break, rows behind you, just so you we know. Don't talk about that, but when we come back from break, what happened? I want to know what happened to Jack Nicholson. Yeah, Andy, what happened? Just, just brief me on that, because I was really looking for him. I was one to, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like one of the things you think that you're going to see while you're there. Hold is on that one second. Okay. Oh, no, no. It's only Sabu. Because your, your face, Andy, you were like, yeah, we're going to talk about I think it's more Jack. just getting older. Like, oh. probably harder for him to get to games. Okay. All right. Stand by, everybody. Bring down the room. Because Radio <laughs> Tinder is on the way. 
Andy's in for Shadano. My new BFF, Denise, came in today, this afternoon. Radio Tinder is next. This is Shadano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, it's time. Yeah, come on. Let's go. Let's take it away, producer Lindsay. I don't know Lindsay. about that one. I'm not familiar with 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah. The only the thing tw- I know is that Johnny Depp was on it. Yeah, that was the original 21 Jump Street. Yeah, hey, we so Andy, movie. Andy Kamenetsky is in studio for Shidano. My new BFF, Denise, from 101 The Truth in Milwaukee, is in studio as well. You got... Laura and Lindsay. So we got an entire mishbucha here this afternoon, everybody. Um, Denise, this is called Radio Tinder. You want to play with us? Of course. Let's do it. Here's what's going to happen. Right, Lindsay's going to give us a topic. She can figure it out, Cappy. You don't, want, you don't want me to give her the rules? Are you mansplaining? No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that mansplaining? Is that what that is? Yes. It's very, I guarantee you, watch this, Cappy. I guarantee you that she will not need an explanation. I mean, you always have to re-explain it to me, Lindsay, so it's, it's not say, that offensive. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, starting off with a uh, former ESPN and analyst, NBA champion Paul Pierce, gave some insights about when he was fired from ESPN back in 2021. He was on the I Am Athlete podcast, and he talked about how he was fired from the network uh, and being told that he, quote, wasn't a good fit after he posted an Instagram Live video in which he was seen smoking and drinking and partying with some dancers. He said, quote, I got fired for what? I got fired for having some entertainment. I'm playing cards. It's my boy's birthday. There's girls dancing and we're blowing some trees. What did I do wrong? So <laughs> do you think that Paul Pierce did anything wrong? Swipe left or swipe right? Kepi, you go first. All right. I will swipe right. He did do something wrong he had this all happen on video if paul pierce is smoking weed and drinking and playing cards and there's girls that are dancers and they're all around him and nobody's shooting video he's still employed at espn the mistake that paul pierce made was that this all made it out onto video that's all so yeah he made a mistake got fired hey does he not know who he's working for you know what it is for a guy like me to watch my mouth on these radio airwaves because i know i work for disney come on if I can do it, you can do it. Swiping right. Yeah, absolutely swiping right. I mean, he's not the only tree-smoking, <laughs> dancing, enjoying employee at ESPN, or ex-employee, I should say. I promise you that. But Why, if- you smoke some trees? We know people here that do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not smoke. They mostly <laughs> chew on trees. There, there, are, there are other ways yeah. to ingest tree. It's 2023, Lindsay. Might be. I just think it's a funny expression. Oh, it is a funny expression. But like, the, you can't do this stuff if you are a front-facing employee for ESPN. Like, you can't put it on video. He did not get fired for the actions. ESPN does not care about the actions. I don't even think Disney cares about the action. It's you can't put this on an Instagram live like you got to know your role. And part of knowing your role is how you're received as a front facing person. Like, I, I'm not offended by anything he did. No. I, I don't care. But you know, I was offended that I wasn't before. invited to the party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Denise, you know what? what do you say? Cappy, oh. Cappy, really quick. If he had invited you, you would have told him, turn off the Instagram. dude. Right. Yeah, right. Right, dude, you can't be showing me on Instagram. I got kids. Uh, I'm swiping right just on the fact alone that he played for Boston. <laughs> yeah, you're a Celt- former Celtics player. Get out of here. Exactly. See ya. But no, I totally agree with you. It's like, And you know what? It's so funny. I think it was Michael Jordan that made this uh, comment, and I completely agree. I am so thankful that I, that when I was doing my stuff, y'all, that social media did not exist. Oh, God. Thank God, because, yeah, I probably wouldn't be sitting here in this studio, but 
If if it didn't, if you don't document it, it didn't happen. There right. you go. That's the rule that I play all the time. If you don't document it, it didn't happen. So choose wisely. But yeah, Paul Pierce, you were a Boston Celtic. I'm a Milwaukee Bucks. So get out of here. Swiping right. All right. So I saw this Ruffles commercial last night during the game and Charles Barkley was in it. So he's like at the vending machine and he's trying to decide which flavor of Ruffles he's going to get. And they all have the different NBA players on it. And here, I'll play a quick snippet of it. Barkley for the Ruffles. Charles, it's barbecue time. Nah, Chuck's always been a little twisted. Everybody knows you love cheese, old man. So here's six. Oh! No! (laughs) Ruffles, choose the flavor that speaks to you. Okay, so instead of having you guys swipe, I'm going to ask you, if you were on a bag of Ruffles, which flavor would you be? Cappy, go first. that's a good question. Salt and vinegar. I get that. I get that for you. Totally. You make people make that funny face, you know? Right. Like when you taste it, you're like, ugh. What is, you know what? I, I, it it kind of hurts my again. tongue at the beginning. But, Do the noise cap. Do it again. <laughs> but you know what? I, I think I like it. I think I kind of like it. Mm, mm, mm. That's good. Mm, salt and vinegar. That's good. AK, what are you? I think I'm the cheddar sour cream ones. It's like it's a combination of stuff that you don't necessarily think should work, but dare I say it does. Denise, what kind of chips are you? Ketchup, because I put it on everything. Oh, oh. yes. Do you make ketchup oh, chips? Oh, oh, yes. Ketchup chips, especially at international. Like when you go abroad, they're everywhere. Oh. Yeah, I'll Even bring y'all back years some. years old? Oof. Yeah, man, I, love, I put ketchup oh. on everything. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be ketchup ruffles for me. All right, you're like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Doesn't he put ketchup on everything? I feel like there's a lot of people. Doesn't Michael Thompson put ketchup on everything, Yes, he too? does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Hey, uh, Denise, is there a particular brand? Like, I'm very loyal to Heinz. I am, too, but since they're not paying me, then I'm yeah. not going to say anything about them. Wait. Okay, gotcha. I'm okay, commerce-driven. Gotcha. This is actually yeah. a serious... This is a good question, Cappy, because I will make the argument that, like, any brand other than Heinz Ketchup is, like, the off-brand. It's, like, the ugh, like the nasty version. It's the catsup. Yeah. yeah. But you know who has good ketchup? Heinz. Who, who's that? McDonald's. Oh, is yeah. that What is that? That's Heinz. Oh, that is Heinz. Yeah, Heinz. But it tastes different. See, McDonald's has something kind of... Because, like, even with the Diet Coke and the Coke... Oh, that's true. Yeah, it I tastes different. Yes. Well, they, they have, apparently, like, their own specific... I don't know if it's a specific Coke Sprite recipe at McDonald's or... It's stored a certain way, dispensed a certain way, but it's unique. It is actually different than what you get. And so is the ketchup. See, yet again, useful information from Andy Kamenetz. Very useful. (laughs) I love Andy. You want to see a snack bag? (laughs) (laughs) This snack bag is off the chain. It's like, is that what LA people? Because I know it's very, you know, y'all very healthy and in shape. Well, I was at Universal Studios yesterday with my daughter and and my wife. I did some damage, so I, I need to offset this. Gotcha. Nice. She's got healthy, burger. and I'm like, mm. right? What do you got there, AK? What is it? What do you got? Uh, it's a mix bag? of strawberries, blueberries, and uh, what are the little baby tangerines called? Changelos. Clementines. Clementines. Thank you. Nice. Those are delicious. They are. It sounds is. like a lot of nice antibiotics uh, you got going there, or Again. anti-inflammatories, <laughs> or anti-something or other. It did some damage. Yeah. 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 Antioxidant. That's what I was looking I for. Thank you, Laura. Antibiotics. I'm with you, Cap. My grammar's always terrible. But that's a whole other situation. All right, Lindsay Baseball, you got one more for us? Yes, I do have one more for you here. Uh, Justin Timberlake, he has uh, recently made fans question whether or not he's gone under the knife. He recently appeared on the iHeartRadio Awards, which made everybody on social media basically go crazy and say, oh my gosh, what happened to his face? So this happens a lot with women, but I feel like when a man makes some type of surgical change to his face, this also happened to Zac Efron like two years ago, Everybody freaks out and loses their minds. So do you think that men should be able to get plastic surgery without the criticism? Swipe left or swipe right? I'll swipe left. No, I think if this you're a guy... Such bleepery. If you're a guy... I pressed the wrong thing. Wait, I played Sedano. He obviously doesn't like that. No, this he doesn't. This is such bleepery. I think if you're a guy and you get a bunch of face work done, you just got to be willing to accept the ridicule that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but the other thing too is I'm not that saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying at least be prepared. I feel like it's just like like everyone with the women, they're just like, oh yeah, she's had work done, whatever. But when a guy does it, people lose their minds. And I feel like guys don't need it though, because in the sense that like a guy can get old and he can age in Hollywood, and they're like, oh, he's such a distinguished actor. But when a woman ages in Hollywood, they're like, facts. oh, she looks old. Oh, you tell him. You tell him. Facts is right, Denise. You know what happened today? I got a haircut, and uh, my my hairdresser said to me, "Am I gonna color it today?" And I said, "No." I said, "You know what? Just let it go. Let let a little salt and pepper go. That's what I'm gonna do." 
Caps, sure. salt yeah. and pepper, that's where it's at. Ladies oh, it love salt and pepper all day. So don't you dare color that salt and pepper okay. with your I'm fine not, self. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Now, I'm, I can't answer this question because I'm biased because I am the number one Justin Timberlake fan. That's a fact. They're actually, the glasses that I have on today, Justin put them on his face. Do you think that he had work done? No, he's, he's, he's aging. I think he's aging. I really do not. When I saw the picture, I didn't say, oh, he looks like he has work done. It just looks like he's... He's aging. I think he's like what, 42, 43 now? Something like that. And I, and he's still fine. Mm. He's fine as hell. Fine as hell. Hell yeah. Yes. JT and DT World Tour coming up. Announcements. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna let Beyonce do her thing. And then we're gonna go back on tour in twenty twenty. JT is not yet aware of this tour, but he'll find out. He, he'll find out. Hey Denise, before you go, because I'm getting ready to get get me and Andy into Dennis Schroeder and what he has done and what he has become uh, with the Lakers and the shot that he hit last night. But you were saying that coming from Milwaukee, you know, you're not accustomed to seeing, you know, A-list celebrities at games and how everybody's very nonchalant about that last night, right? It was amazing. But yeah, y'all were so chill. You were you were fans focusing on the game and the players and the and the moves and the plays. But me, I was like, there's Michael Beach, there's Andy Garcia, there's um Corey Gamble. And it was funny how the, him and Tristan Thompson were exchanging words. I was like, "Ooh, I wonder what they're talking about." Is he? Is he got another girl pregnant? Wait, wait, I was going to say with, with Tristan Thompson, <laughs> right. it could be such a menu of items. Don't come here to L.A. acting a fool, Tristan. Okay, seriously. Is it too Gosh, late? I, I was. Uh, I'm just going to guess it's too late. It's too late. Isn't it's it? safe to just guess it's too late. Of all those celebrities, the one guy I'd want to walk up to and say hello to and hug it out with was my uncle Big Al. Al Michaels was in the house last night. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Alex Rodriguez was there too. He was in front of me. Well, Alex he's A-Rod. one of the uh, he's in the ownership group of the Timberwolves. Ah, so that's why he's there. I didn't yeah. realize Justin that. Timberlake, by the way, is part of the ownership group of the Grizzlies, the Memphis. Lakers' next round opponent. I heard that. He told me. We talked this morning. We had a Zoom. Wow. Nice. We touched base every day. Did he compliment so your glasses? Lying. And you compared glasses? <laughs> now that's a true story. He did wear my glasses on my Instagram. Follow me at Realcom Coach. That's R E A L C O M M Coach. I've, I've, trust me, I have highlighted last night's experience, but you could definitely see the selfie with me and JT and his glass, my glasses on his face. Y'all, thank you so much for letting me be here. This has been such a pleasure. Cap, I love you. Oh, I love you too, girl. It was such a great night last night to meet you and then connect with you and then party with you and, and hang out. I'm glad you stopped by on the show today. And uh, when I'm in Milwaukee, I know whose house I'm crashing at. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I will be offended if you don't. Love y'all so much. Go Lakers, because y'all in a different conference right now, so it really doesn't, doesn't matter to me. But yeah, go Lakers. Hey, one more time, that Instagram handle? Real Comp Coach. That's R-E-A-L-C-O-M as in Mary, M as in Mary Coach. Real Com Coach. Follow there me now. Go. Follow you back. All right, there you go. Hey, I'm Radio Tinder being brought to us by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala award-winning artisanal tequila. Um, I, I don't have anything in front of me. I'm just kind of going by memory, and I hope I use the right word. Is artisanal a word? I'm not sure. It is a word. Yes, it Thank is. you. Tequila Mandala. You know Tequila Mandala award winning. Okay. Hey, coming up. Dennis Schroeder. You think about his story. The first time he was with the Lakers to what happened in his life last night. Let's get to the Schroeder story next on Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. AK's in for shit out of Hey, if you're a uh, if you're a supporter, coming up tonight, 6:30, the uh, second half here of the play-in, and Sedano is going to be calling the game tonight from down in New Orleans. We're going to air it on 7:10. So if you're uh, like I said, if you're a supporter, if you're a fan, if you're a hater, whatever, well, I'm going to be listening because AK, I'm going to Costco, man. <laughs> you're doing your run. I am doing it. You, you were spending today, man. You're just in for a penny, literally in for a pound. I screwed up by not registering my kids' cars because I moved and didn't forward my address. And as a result, had to go register these cars and pay penalties on each registration. So I'm like, and I honestly, I was like, well, I guess I got to get my car registered too. Turns out mine is registered. So I felt like I saved myself a bunch of money there. I'm like, I'm running to Costco. 
I need toilet paper. I need paper towels. I need garbage bags. I need uh, little gel cap thingies for the laundry. I need it all. It's a weird thing, I'm telling you, but sometimes when you spend more money than you really want to or are comfortable with, the thing that makes you feel the best is just spending more money. Like it's a weird thing, but it happens to me all the time where I'll spend like three or four hundred bucks more on whatever than I plan to and I don't like it. And the thing that makes me feel better is spending another three or four hundred bucks. I don't know why, but it does. Well, speaking of money, this is what I wanted to talk about here for a second. Dennis Schroeder. Okay, and when I say speaking about money, everybody who's a Laker fan will remember this story. And Andy, you might want to fill in a little of the color here. Sure. But when Dennis Schroeder was with the Lakers the first time, Dennis Schroeder apparently thought that he was worth a lot more than what the Lakers offered. And at the time, as I recall the story, it was like a four-year, $84 million contract. That is the reported amount that the Lakers were looking to offer him in an extension, Schroeder, when they traded for him, he was in his walk year. And I remember thinking back then, is this guy out of his mind? Like, first of all, I didn't think he was that good, again, in the first iteration. I didn't think he necessarily fit in. I didn't think that he was, um, I didn't think that he understood his role necessarily. This is, again, his first iteration with the Lakers. So when he turned down four years, $84 million, what happened to Dennis Schroeder is actually kind of a sad tale, frankly. He, Schroeder, by his own admission, he is, I mean, he's, it's funny. Schroeder has both talked about this bag that he supposedly fumbled as a thing that's happened and also a thing that has been misreported. I, though, think that it happened because, A, it was well reported by enough reporters that I trust that I think this took place, but also, Schroeder went on Twitter. It was his birthday. And he was like, all right, I'll let you guys have it one day. Give me all the fumbled the bag jokes you guys can come up with. I'll sit back and take it. You don't do that unless you actually fumbled the bag. Right. So when he left the Lakers and turned down that money, he went to the Celtics. And I just cannot remember the exact number. But I remember thinking to myself. You got a mid-level exception. So what was that? Do you recall? It was about six-ish million. He got, he got basically the same contract, more or less, that Kendrick Nunn got last year. Okay, so he went from the Lakers, where he could have made $84 million, mm-hmm. to the Celtics, where he was making $6 million. There's a stop in between. Houston. The, okay, back down to Houston. He got traded to Houston. And now he's back to the Lakers. Yep. And in the, with the Lakers, check me on this, he's on like a minimum contract. He is on a minimum contract. So what is that, like a million bucks? It's about, I think for a guy that's been in the league as long as Schroeder, it's like two-ish million. Think about what I'm saying here, everybody. Schroeder was a guy that turned down $84 million, only was able to make six the next year, comes back to the Lakers, is on a, a minimum contract, whatever the number is, it's less than $6 million, okay? And has Dennis Schroeder... As inexpensive as he is on the bottom line, has he has anybody provided more value for less money than what Dennis Schroeder did? And last night, when he hit that that three, and he stood there with that smile on his face, right in front of that bench, tapping his vein, I was so happy for Dennis Schroeder because he has been ridiculed for all the financial stuff we're talking about. Well, guess what? Last night, Dennis Schroeder just became a guy that maybe you start thinking about is, an, is a big money player again. Schroeder, Schroeder has, I think, low key because there's been so much other stuff that's been focused on with his season. Russell Westbrook, you know, will he eventually get traded? Where can the Lakers even trade him? LeBron's health, Anthony Davis's health, the emergence of Austin Reeves, the return of D'Angelo Russell. Like all of these different storylines, I think have overshadowed that Dennis Schroeder has low key had a really good year. I think Schroeder's actually been really good on both sides of the floor. He has a pre-established relationship with Darvin Ham that I think has been really beneficial for both of those guys. He also what is that pre-established relationship? Tell uh, us for for those that don't know. When he was in Atlanta, Darvin Ham was an assistant, and Schroeder, you know, began his career with the Hawks. So he had, I think... Again, useful information, Andy. Very useful. Well, this, though, I don't think is particularly obscure. This is just... Go to Basketball Reference. You can find this. But he he was with them for like... I think they were together for about four years, something like that. 
as player uh, assistant coach. So there is a lot of trust between them. Like Darvin Ham, I can tell you this because I hear from a lot of Laker fans, whether on Twitter at Cam Brothers or people chiming into the Locked on Lakers YouTube uh, YouTube channel for the podcast. There is a YouTube component, Kaplan. By the way, aware. we're on YouTube right now, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So there are a lot of Laker fans who have been upset this year with Darvin Ham because they feel like he's given Dennis Schroeder way too much leeway. They feel like it may be personal because they have that relationship. It reminds them sometimes of Frank Vogel a couple years ago with Avery Bradley and the way he would often lean on Avery Bradley, even though Bradley wasn't playing well. The difference is Schroeder has played much better than Avery Bradley. Like, Schroeder's had a good year. I mean, listen, again, for what he gets paid, for what he has provided, he is like the best bargain on the team. And I feel for the guy because you'll never make that money back, and I I do, I feel for him, but I feel like... At least last night, coming up clutch the way he did. And again, my favorite part, standing there, not screaming, not jumping up and down, not waving his hand, standing there as calm as can be with this big smile on his face, tapping his vein right in front of the the Minnesota bench. I was so happy for Dennis Schroeder last night. Well, things had come, though, full circle with him when it comes to three-pointers and celebrations. Because remember, earlier in the game, he hit a three, and he was standing there holding the pose, and then he did a bit of celebrating. And the the Wolves ended up scoring a breakaway layup off a made three, which should never happen. And mm-hmm. the guy that did it, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, that was actually the guy that Schroeder should have been marking when he was celebrating. So that that may have been the single worst defensive possession of the game for the Lakers, and Schroeder was in the middle of it. So to say the least, he redeemed himself with another three-pointer. And and also, again, his first iteration with the Lakers, I never felt like he really understood his role in the, in the, in the LeBron universe. And for LeBron to feed him last night when everybody thought LeBron was taking the ball to the hoop himself, for LeBron to have had the trust for Schroeder and for Schroeder to have knocked down the clutch shot, which, by the way, we all thought was the winner. I was just happy for the guy. Le- I really was. LeBron loves Schroeder, and he trusts him. And the reason you know this is because LeBron has worked so hard to make Dennis the Menace stick as a nickname. Like, he has worked his ass off going back to Dennis Schroeder 1.0 with the Lakers, referring to him as Menace, and the nickname's never taken on. You, I don't know if you saw this earlier in the season. Uh, there was a game where I think LeBron didn't play in it. I think he was injured, or he tweeted this afterwards. But Schroeder made a big play down the stretch. It might have been a game winner. And LeBron tweeted out menace. He actually had missed, he had a typo where he misspelled menace, and it came out menace. But that is how it's hard. Funny that you put yeah, that you had to get that note in there. Yeah, menace. <laughs> well, that I is mean, how hard on. he's worked to make this nickname. Professional. That is how hard. He has worked to make Dennis the menace, and it's only because I think he genuinely loves Dennis. Yeah. Hey, Andy's in for Shidano. Shidano. Coming up, Draymond is picking the Lakers over the Grizzlies. Why? We'll get to that story and what we all need to know next on Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN.